Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to the mother-daughter journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be about something very, very crucial when it comes to life, life, (laughs) all relationships, and especially a flourishing mother-daughter relationship. Right. And a flourishing relationship with yourself, because in order to have a flourishing mother-daughter relationship, you have to love Mm -hmm. yourself. Which is big. Big. Big stuff. I mean, any relationship, right? Yes, any relationship. Step number one. And it's the one that we kind of... We alluded to through many episodes, but I don't think we actually talked specifically about ego. No, not really. I mean, it's something that, like you said, we've alluded to in many episodes because it's kind of interconnected in a lot of the themes that we talk about. But no, we haven't focused fully focused solely (laughs) (laughs) on ego (laughs) on ego not yet that's what today's episode is going to be about we're going to talk about really it's going to be about healing right and how ego plays a role in that process and why we need to kind of remove it right and not just healing ego plays a role in conversation it plays a role in everything we do it does play a role in everything we do anytime we're triggered our ego is is wearing its head in some fashion but it definitely plays a role in conversation too right let me you know what i'm gonna do so i'm gonna let k-dog take it away for a little bit because (laughs) she is very very passionate about well where this actually came from is something that you saw and shared on social media the other day. Yes. Right? So I'm going to let you talk about that for a little bit while okay. I bring up some definitions of ego because that's what I do. Shocking. <laughs> so what I shared on TikTok, well, I probably shared it everywhere, but TikTok was where it kind of struck a chord. I put it up there and people just looked at it instantly. And what it was was just a song playing in the background with the words heal because our daughters don't deserve the broken version of ourselves and that strikes a chord to me like it's almost like dagger dagger in the heart heart, right like for a second it's all of the things that I projected onto you and Emily over the years were because I wasn't healed and I wasn't even aware that I needed to right I thought there was something inherently wrong with me as a person No, that's not true. Correct. (laughs) Correct. I know that now. Yes. But every time I was looking at the things that were happening in life, the way that, you know, my mom spoke to me or things that happened growing up in high school or just the way that I raised you or interactions with your dad, right? It was mostly projections of past trauma. Right. And, you know assumptions some projections people, yeah some people when they hear that we're trauma right they like to reserve it for the big t you know sexual abuse abuse like that's trauma and to say that 
being misunderstood or not seen, to call that trauma, people kind of think sometimes, oh, you're overreacting, which yeah. is... Ex- First of all, I hate that word. Right, exactly. I hate that word because nobody can tell you the depth of your feelings that other than yourself, right? right? So when somebody says you're overreacting, that's from their own point of view, from their position, from their shoes, not yours. Right. So like take it for a grain of salt, right? Well, it's exactly what we're talking about here, right? It's coming from an unhealed portion in them. They don't know how to deal with what you're saying or what you're experiencing, how you're reacting or, or how, what you're feeling because right. they have an unhealed portion in them that is rejecting that behavior and their only response is I need it to stop so I'm going to use words that I think will get you to stop which then ends up more often than not causing the perception that to whoever you're talking to right so we're being very ambiguous I'm going to use specific examples because go for it right so let's talk about you and and grandma okay because that is what you were just kind of talking about yeah leading into right it's you felt like there was something wrong with you. Yes. And a lot of your interactions because you were. Well, things were said to me like. You What's just, wrong with you? You just got to you just got to do it like this. You just got to suck it up. Pull just up your have faith. You have no, you know, you need to develop coping skills. Basically. Fig- and yes, we all need to develop coping. Absolutely. Skills. I'm not <laughs> minimizing that. But the way I perceived that was emotions were bad. I felt emotions very deeply, therefore I was bad. Right. And I carried that into adulthood. I got married young, right? I got married when I was 19 years old. But the reality was just that my grandmother never really learned or was never really taught how to process and handle a lot of those emotions. Right. I mean, she had her own healing to do that just to this day really hasn't happened and that's my personal opinion no but and that's not unusual for people in her generation generation, absolutely no it's not not a throwing stones we're just fact checking yeah I mean we're never throwing stones but yes I agree that's kind of why you and I are so passionate about what we're teaching and what we're speaking about because if my generation of the generation that is raising children right now and the generation of people who have grown children that are raising their children, if we can heal ourselves and learn how to communicate on that level by taking ego out of our conversations with our girls, they will see the change, right? Be the change you want in the world. Right. And I can tell you that this is, for our lives, beyond a shadow of a doubt, accurate, right? I've seen it with you as soon as I started to heal and admit that, this is how I was feeling. I felt mm-hmm. like there was something wrong with me. Oh, that was a mistake. I didn't mean to say that. It, it Well, for one, I had also been feeling that way for a long time, right. right? I had also been feeling like there's something wrong with me. I feel too much. I I'm, I overreact. I'm too dramatic. I'm too, right? too sensitive. I'm going to sidetrack for just a moment. Tangent. It, tangent. Small tangent. Okay. Reminds me of a song by Jewel okay. called Sensitive. I'm sure I know it, but hum me a few bars. I'm sensitive and I'd like to stay that way. Okay, I know the song. All right. That's what, that's all. That's all I have. It's a good song. It's, 
basically what we're talking about. It's, so that's your sidebar. Oh, that's my sidebar. Okay. You guys should check out the song Sensitive by Jewel. I'll put it in the in the show notes. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> continue. I got distracted by my sidebar. Okay. Good. We do this so often, <laughs> ladies. It, it is the ADD is real in this this room right now. <laughs> but anyway, healing and ego is what we want to really focus on in this episode because I feel like we've doled out a ton of information and talked about a ton of topics this season and it's coming to an end like next week is this is our second to the last episode so this season's almost over and we really have I gotta be honest I did not know we had so much to talk about (laughs) we (laughs) We got rolling with it so we dived into so much and sometimes I think when we're like oh, just walk away in the middle of a heated conversation and put it to bed so that you can talk about it later. And we say all these... So much easier said than done. Yeah, we say all these things that we have been actively focusing on for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like it sounds flippant when we're saying it, like, oh, just change everything, the whole way that you've been thinking and the way you've been interacting, and everything will be wonderful. And No, it's still going to be life. It's still going to be tricky. We're still humans. We still make mistakes. There's bumps in the road. And relationships are work, no matter what. This morning, we have a friend staying at the house, and she asked you, you know, if we have arguments. Oh, yes. Right? Right. And you responded with? Less arguments and more discussions. Now. Yes. But we had our fair share of knockdown drag, oh, brawls, I'll call them. I mean, there <laughs> oh were no God. arms and fists there involved, some, but the words we were slinging around were. The, the, the words were violent. There was no physical violence, but there was word violence. There was. There was. And so. Right? How did we start getting how do we get from there to here right because we still have disagreements we do because we're different people right and we're gonna s- happen and we still have to say sorry to each other because mm-hmm. again more often than it, we would like to have to say it because we're working on it we're works in progress and you know once we learn something ab- about each other or about life mm-hmm. or something that was said and received in a certain way even though that was not our intention We have to acknowledge the fact that that's how it was received and acknowledge those feelings by saying something like, oh, I'm sorry, that's how you felt, was not my intention. Right. Let me try to explain what I meant in a different way. I can understand and and validate. I can understand, right? I can understand why you're feeling that way based on the words that came out of my mouth. Right. So. But only say that, though, if you can actually understand. Yes, agreed. We're not placating here. We're not we're not using these words to placate. Right. This isn't just to like end a conversation. Like if you genuinely don't understand where the person's coming from, let them know and try to. In a kind way, obviously. Right? Yes. That's what we're all about. Kind, I mean, compassionate discussions. You, but we've had this happen with us too, right? And I think this happens in your relationship with your boyfriend. I know it happens in my relationship with your dad, mm-hmm. where we are explaining how we feel. And because of where we are in our lives now and the work that we've done, they can say to us, yeah, I, I don't understand that feeling, but I can respect that you have it. Right. Like, I can't understand where you're coming from. Well, also, neither of them are empaths. Correct. Right. So there, there just is a level that they're like, I, I understand that this is something people experience 
and I understand that you experience it, but I cannot, right? So there's, so you don't have to understand in your bones, but at least understand versus comprehend, right? Yes. So point heard, right? Placating is not what we're looking for. Not here. what we're it's talking not about. A, it's not a, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry to end the conversation, but to keep going on with the same mode of thinking. Right. Right. It's to open up your mind and try to understand or hear other modes of thinking. And it's okay if after you open your mind and you try to wrap your brain around how somebody else is feeling, if you don't understand, right, from a personal, like, oh, I've never been there. I can't comprehend that feeling. That's okay. That's also valid. That's also valid. But that doesn't mean that their feelings aren't valid. Correct. So and that's I, all... So that's what she's saying. Right. All feelings are valid. Right? They're all valid. There is no... I was going to say there is no overreacting, but that's not true if anybody's ever been in the room with a toddler. No. no. <laughs> Kidding. Well, to them, they're not overreacting. They're not overreacting. Correct. No. I mean, people do... Right? They feel their, emo- their emotions are bigger than their bodies at that age. So. Yeah, and I think anybody that's, for the most part, having some sort of outward reaction is overwhelmed with emotion at the moment that they don't know how to process it to process yeah so so that's our standpoint on that anyway all feelings are valid but yes you do need to learn how to heal those feelings cope with those feelings and process them and i will say need in this instance when i try not to do that and the biggest way to do that or the two biggest components for me anyway and i believe for you too is healing and acknowledging the past trauma as valid and real. Yes. Even if it wasn't intended. Yes. And taking ego out of the picture. You're observing what happened. Observing it without ego. And when you're trying Guys, to... Guys, that's so hard. So <laughs> hard. So hard. And, and I think that's <laughs> so kind hard. of what you know we wanted this episode to be. We see you. We are walking this walk too, and it may seem, Mm -hmm. because we have more discussions and arguments now, that we think it's easy, and we just... We have it all figured out. And we just don't. No, no, no. We just don't. We are learning every day. Every day. Every day. And like I've said, I think a couple episodes ago, like, I'm still trying to figure it out with my mom and my sister. It's, it takes time. And I had to concentrate on my girl's relationship like that was my focus I'm their mother and I say this is another thing that I say I think if mothers and daughters can learn how to do this that it will just ripple out into all relationships and the world will be a kinder gentler place well I'm going to use I know in the past couple episodes I've mentioned right because we've been talking about my baby niece yes 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 oh my god I love her so much (laughs) anyway and just over the past year year and a half or so my sister and I's relationship has gotten it's the best it's ever been except for maybe a couple years when we were both like three and five no I would actually say like middle school ages when she was letting me sleep in her bed okay I was I I was yeah I was scared she let me snuggle with her but good big sister but anyway our relationship besides then is the best it's ever been and that's because of all of the work that you and I have done on ours I always kind of looked at my sisters and I relationship as like this, oh my God, it's this hill. I just don't even know how to start climbing, right? Like, how do I tackle this? Right. It's that whole, it might just be easier to cut ties than mm-hmm. 
climb, oh, yeah. I'm climb not gonna, the mountain. I'm not going to lie. I had the thoughts. I'm sure she had the thoughts. Oh, of course. But after having done the hard work with you, it almost, and again, I don't want to use the word easy because it's not easy, but it's less intimidating. Well, you had a roadmap. I had a roadmap. Now, I, exactly. And it was nice because you and I healed together are still healing oh yes and we've figured out the roadmap together and we're still figuring it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah if we if we hadn't done that side by side my sister and I would still be not estranged because we were never estranged but obligatory obligatory good word our relationship would be obligatory like it had been good word and yeah, your sister and I would still be, I'm not going to say at odds because she's my daughter and I'm her mother and we've always been close, but there was a definite disconnect there. Mm-hmm. There was a definite wall and... Yes, a wall. That's doing this work that you and I did. Kind of like gone has down the wall. <laughs> yeah, has, well, it's starting to, right? It started, the wall starting to come down. And, uh, you know, she has a baby now, so she's obviously opened up to a whole other realm of emotions but she's also doing the work like her and I had a conversation yes. a couple of weeks ago and that that's a key thing to point out is we're not the only ones doing the correct. work correct she's doing the work and we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago that a year ago we would not have been able to have it would have ended in a fight or it would have just mm-hmm. been like okay we just need to stop talking because neither one of us are willing to look at the other's perspective. Right, and we're just going to hurt each other. And we're just going to hurt each other. So we, that's what I mean. There's this With wall. With word violence. <laughs> there was this unspoken wall where there were just certain topics you did not broach. Right. If you wanted to be able to be continuing to interact mm-hmm. on the level that we were. I mean, even you and I had those, right? But Of course. They were less, uh, less of them. Well, we had the codependency thing going on. Because of the mental illness, too. Mm-hmm. So for our relationship, that added another layer that we had to also work through. Emily and I, not so much. That codependency wasn't there. She's very independent. Yes, she always I never been. felt responsible. I shouldn't say never. But as an adult, I never felt responsible for her happiness or... Her like mental well-being. Her mental well-being. I never felt responsible for that. And so it was a different... Right. A different relationship. But yeah, now we're very attuned. Not that we don't still have. You still have differing views. We still on have a lot different of views on many, many things, right? Like there are times when we have to say, "Yeah, like we agree don't, to disagree we is don't, a thing." We don't agree about that, but your feelings are valid. I can see why you feel them, mm-hmm. but I don't agree that that was the intention. That's that was how you received it. But I'll right. try to say it in a different way next time and so yes this was a tangent I guess not really it's on topic but this whole episode is just one big tangent there we go (laughs) but I'm gonna spin it back around again to if you're feeling like oh I wish I could have this relationship with my daughter I wish I could smile at myself in the mirror and actually mean it just for being I wish I didn't tie my work and my motherhood to my self-worth I mean a million things that you can spin right I wish I didn't have these things but the mountain's so big and yes 
Kelly and Abigail or K-Dog and Abigail are, <laughs> you know, talking about these things and it sounds really great, but it also might sound pie in the sky. Like they make it sound easy. And I just want to reiterate that it wasn't easy and it still isn't easy. <laughs> no. Right? We, we have no. to stop and think a lot. I mean, there was an instant yesterday that happened with our business. Abigail's been working her butt off at the restaurant and we've been working on signature talks because we're speaking in September at a pretty big conference and Yay. you know <laughs> candle burning at both ends and yesterday we were supposed to record this episode and at 7 30 she sent me a text message like I can't do it I, I can't I couldn't I can't people I can't like I just can't do it and we had some meetings that were kind of important you know for the conference and she's like I, I can't do it so two years ago if I had done this if I had woken up and been like I can't do it there absolutely would have been resentment between the two of us because, and well, one, we weren't, we were healing, but there were a lot of pieces that still weren't healed, right? So on, Well, we were listening to a lot of exterior influences still we at that time. We were still listening, which is, was, has been part of our healing process, absolutely, right? Absolutely, yes. Learning to listen to the inside voice and none of the... Outside voices. Outside voices. But two years ago, had we, had this situation occurred... Because you were still in the, I need to be productive 24-7, corporate, climb the ladder mindset. If you're not moving, you're not getting anything done, right? You're yes. Not, yep. Like, which was then... I was in the push, not flow. Which, exactly. Which was then being pushed onto me, and I couldn't. Like, right. I've never been able to, which was part of the problem from the get-go of my life right like I, I mean you are able to in bits and spurts you have to realize well, and, when you wake up and feel the way that you did on Monday that I need the mental health day and it's a matter of yes I'm able to do the grind but I'm I do the grind with things that I love and, and make me that I'm passionate about not that it doesn't still tire me out right like for instance this week like I worked seven days in a row that's tiring no matter what you're doing. Yes, exactly. Right? So I, and I was able to recognize that my cup was empty. And that is huge for anybody to be able to recognize, but it's especially important when you're talking about people who live with mental illness. You have to recognize when your cup is lacking. In the past, I would have pushed, pushed, pushed. Not because I wanted to. I probably actually would have been like, my cup's empty. Well, we had the codependency thing. But we had thing. the codependency thing. Right. And so I would have succumbed to the exterior voices that you were succumbing to. Yes. That you were then pushing on to me of, yep. oh, well, we have to. Like, Absolutely. You, you can't, you can't not, you can't take, like, you can't take a day off. You can't, like. You we, made a commitment. You made a commitment. We don't have the time. Like, we're never going to get anywhere if you don't, right? Like. All the things. All the things. Whereas. Now, two years, just say two years later, this situation occurred. I woke up. I had, I was physically, mentally, emotionally, socially drained, right? I, like my cup was empty. And I said, I just can't. And she goes, I understand. We'll figure it out. And that, like, and I got to say, I still had a little, when I sent you that text in the morning, I still had a little anxiety that there was just leftover, like from past, well, in the past, I would have expected a, I'm disappointed or I'm upset or right from you or some sort of passive aggressiveness right and that didn't happen and I love it yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> but the point that you still had that 
anxiety kind of goes to what we're talking about here, right? Yes. It's an ongoing process. And that was something you had to sift out from yourself. Mm-hmm. Do I have anxiety because I'm afraid of what mom's going to think? The codependency? Do I have anxiety because I'm disappointed in myself? Mm-hmm. Right? It's all these things that we have to work through. And what I said to her yesterday was because we scrapped the recording, but we still had this meeting for the speaker conference. And I said, this meeting's pretty important. And you responded with, I'm not sure if I can do, yeah, I get that, but I'm not, I'm not sure I got it in me. And my response was, only you can answer that. Right. Right? Only you can answer if you really don't have it in you, or if you just are so tired you don't feel like doing it. Right. Right? Or if you're like, okay, you know what, it's four o'clock, I can hop on for 35 minutes. Right. That's only something that you could answer. And I have to respect that. And that was a long time coming. Like she said, just two years ago, and we've been doing this for 10, <laughs> it would have been a different outcome. Maybe even one year ago. Yeah, it would have been a different outcome. So the whole focus of this episode is it's not easy. If we make it seem that way. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Because it's it's not there are definite feelings and hurt and work and... Ups and downs, twists and, well, and turns. It's just a conscious level of looking at situations without judging it, right? Yesterday, I had to look at that situation, and I'm not going to lie. In my head, I was thinking, can't you just get on the 45-minute speaker call? Like, just get on the call. It's 45 minutes. You can do it. That, I thought in my mind, because that is my ego, because that is something I would have said to myself if I was like, I can't do this. I would have then started, ego would have started. I call that voice, I call that voice Glinda. I'm like a musical theater thing. Like Glinda is my crappy inner critic and Alphaba is, or Alphaba is my like soaring I can take on the world persona. And so nice. I, like it. I have to stop and say, okay, Glinda, sit down because no, men- our mental health is the priority. Well, and it goes back to to what I said at the beginning of the episode with the overreacting word, right? Yes. Like nobody can tell you how you feel, how you feel, what your energy level is, what you have to give and what you don't have to give. So the, you know, can't you just is something that was said to you how many times right as a child and like that was the just pick up your bootstraps yep it's just 45 minutes you can do it suck it up like right but that 45 minutes then you tell yourself well it's just an hour and a half you could have done this too and it spirals and it spirals and that's not even really the point of this no but it all kind of comes but it back all com- around it does but the point is that with the roadmap because we want to be able to, I mean, the reason we do this is because we really want to shift this thinking to make the world a kind of gentler place and to have mm-hmm. mothers and daughters know beyond a shadow of a doubt, like, I can bring anything to this table, anything to the table that we're sitting at right now. And she might not like it. She might not agree with it. Mm-mm. But she accepts all of me. And if I ask for her opinion, she'll give it to me. And if I don't, she'll listen and say, only you can make that decision because only you know how you're feeling. And the interesting thing to look at here is, I'm going to just say two years ago again, keep with the same thing. Two years ago, I could have, I could have brought anything to the table 
And yes, you would have accepted me. Of course. And loved me. And like we would have figured it out. But I wouldn't have felt like I could bring anything to the table. Let's talk about that. Because you didn't like yourself. Because you didn't believe in yourself. And because you didn't love yourself. Right? And, and neither did you. Myself. I loved you. Right. Oh, yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you also didn't love Agreed. yourself Agreed. or believe in yourself. Agreed. We were very focused. So everything that you were taking in, you were filtering and then putting down onto me. And it didn't work for either well, of us. Well, I wasn't healing from exactly what I'm talking about. Right. I was still very focused on what my mother and my sister and your sister thought. Like, I need to keep this family together. Everybody needs to be happy. It's my job to make sure everybody is happy. And so I need to get Abigail to conform yep. so that everybody can be happy. Well, the reality is nobody was happy still because Abigail couldn't conform. Nope. And nor should she have had to because there's absolutely nothing wrong with who she is. And there's absolutely Thanks. nothing wrong with who you are. Thank you. You're welcome. But also <laughs> mental illness isn't shameful. No. Like having an empty cup from time to time isn't shameful. It's life and we all have it. It's, yes, it's normal. But what we don't all have is the ability to say, I don't have it and it's okay. I'm still worthy. Mm-hmm. I'm still a good mom. I made a mistake. Oh, shouldn't have said that. I need to own that. Sorry, honey. I was pushing you. Uh, sorry. I'm human. Right. And I don't have to live that in my mind anymore for days on end. Like that, what did that conversation do to you? What did that do to me? But when you're not healed, that's how your mind operates. It's always trying to control the situation because you don't want to feel the feelings you're pushing down that you've labeled as bad. Right. And that's ego. Ego is labeling the feeling. Ego is labeling the reaction. Ego is judging how you talk. Ego is judging how somebody else is talking, how somebody else is showing up. Well, I showed up for the 45-minute meeting, right? This is what I could have been saying to myself. Why couldn't she? I showed up to the speaker meeting yesterday. I was pretty tired too. I mean, I'm doing flower work on the side and we had eight weddings in a seven-day span. I showed up. Why can't she? And that's ego. That's ego not recognizing that we're all different and we all have to just be honor yeah honor who we are and honor our where we are at our phase in life yeah does that make sense it does and like so i i pulled up this a definition oh back to the definition well because now that we're bringing it back around to we're making the connection back to ego it's like ego is something that we it's important that we have yes right but we end up so okay back definition up. backing up just go so by definition ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance self-importance is kind of the one i want to focus on right now to okay. to kind of so i think we're gonna have a little bit of a disagreement here folks hold on <laughs> no i don't think so okay so our egos i feel like our egos a lot of it can be tainted and maybe not I don't know if tainted is the right word or sullied no none of that's the right word but our our egos are trying to protect us they're trying to protect us absolutely but we take 
outside expectations and other people's expectations and standards and apply them to our ego. And we take our standards and expectations that we hold for ourselves Mm -hmm. and we apply them to others. To other people's ego. Exactly. Not taking into account that the world is filled with a bunch of snowflakes. Right. So that's so when I say it comes I'm looking at the self importance is in our situation in particular, right? And in our society in particular, we apply our self importance, our self worth, we attribute a lot of that to our productivity. Yes, we do. And that is not at all who you and I are. Well, that's really not who anybody is. It's really not who anybody is. Right. right? We're not robots, we're human beings. Like we're emotional beings who want to connect and love right that's what we are i mean that's what we are yes but nobody's productivity defines who you are as a person that's what you do that's something that you do on a day-to-day basis right but so just this conversation that we were right just yesterday this experience of well like i'm tired and i can do it it's just 30 minutes right we're saying we have to take ego out of that because we're our ego, our self-importance, we're tying it to productivity. Yes. Right? And a lot of that is because that's what we've been told we should equate our self-worth to. Yes. So our egos are kind of sullied by outside expectations. And trauma. Yes. And trauma. That makes sense, right? Yeah, sure. Right? I don't disagree. <laughs> I was wrong, everybody. I don't disagree. I didn't think you would. Like, once I figured out how to kind of... <laughs> but I do have something to add to that because okay. I don't want to portray the feeling that we're like, everybody should just wake up and, you know, put their feet in the grass and never be productive and just do anything that makes you happy at every moment. You should just indulge yourself constantly. Right? Right. That's not what we're saying here either. Obviously, the world goes round because everybody achieves something in life Mm -hmm. the point is is that we don't have to be achieving something in every second of every day by a definition exterior to our own dreams and achievements exactly and we all have responsibilities right if you're a mama out there raising your kids and you need to be making the money and you have a job that you don't like and you still have to do it like that's not to say your productivity at work that you have to get up and go to every day isn't going to affect your psyche, your ego, and your mental health, right? I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having to get up and grind for the money. Right. Right? It is a reality that we all face, right? But what I would like to change or at least just pivot the point of view or maybe like in the Dead Poet Society, you know, stand on the desk and look at it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Oh, great movie. Is that job that however it is that you are needing to provide for your family or yourself or that you're choosing, mm-hmm. right, doesn't define you. Or your worth. Or your worth. It's something that you do. It's not what you are. And if we're talking about the mom, right, who is doing the grind to support her family... Or for whatever reason, for whatever. maybe maybe you enjoy the grind, right? That's not something you and I can understand, but some people enjoy the grind. Yeah, my sister does too. Yeah, some you're degree. right. You're right. So, I guess the point is, is again, remove ego. We're not labeling any of it, whether it's productive or it's not productive, 
by who your definition or whoever's definition. We all have our own definition of what so that productive looks like and that's okay. Exactly. So egoism important. We all need it. We all have it. It serves a purpose of helping us create our self-identity and protecting us. Yes. Right? It's it kind of it's that line between our conscious and our subconscious. But where it gets tricky is when we allow others to define that line. And we try to push our line onto others. Yes. And so when I say, when you're talking about relationships, conversations, things that have hurt you, take ego out of that as you're observing it and hailing from it. For me, things that were said like, you don't have any coping mechanisms. You just need to pick up your bootstraps. You're overreacting. You're too being sensitive. dramatic. You're too sensitive. Those words were protection mechanism for my mom, right? Because she yes. needed to heal her own trauma. Mm -hmm. And what I was doing was triggering, triggering those wounds that she hadn't healed from. Yes. Those words that she said to me, I could sit and say, she was just a terrible mother. Like she didn't know how to parent. She this, she was mean, she was that. I could say those things because my ego would believe that. Yes. But the truth of the matter and is... And it would inflate your own self-importance, right? Right. That's the ego's way of protecting us. Yes. But the truth of the matter is, is I don't believe that. I think my mother is a great mother. I think my mother did the best that she could. And did, she did what she knew. I think she did better than what she knew. Absolutely. It's better. Actually. She did. She did better we, than we what all, she... I genuinely believe we all do a little better than what we were taught. Right? Yes. Like I agree with that. And so for me, looking at that, those statements, I can now take ego out of it and say, it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing right. to do with my self-worth. It had nothing to do who I was with, as a person, even though I internalized it and said, I'm a bad person, I'm a bad daughter, I'm a this, I'm a that. Right. It had nothing to do with me. And as I was going through this healing journey, and we talk about forgiveness, we, we had this episode a couple weeks ago where I am still... Like I said, this is hard. I'm still working through it. My mind instantly goes to, oh, my mother said, with that kind of negative resentment. resentment. Right? And then my training or my work kicks in. Mm -hmm. And I say, no, that's something that she needed to heal from. She hasn't healed from it. So it's still a barrier in our relationship, but it has nothing to do with me. And it's not intentional to hurt me like She's not trying to punish me. She's not trying anything. No. She's just getting up every day and trying to get through the day. Exactly. And my hopes with these conversations and, you know, my dreams, because it all trickles out, eventually she will be able to see that the things that I say and I do have nothing to do with her. It, it's not a judgment on how she parented. I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm saying this right. is how I was raised and this is how I perceived it. And now I'm, I'm working on healing from that so that my ego doesn't push those same things down. Yes. Because an unhealed parenting leads, leads to unhealed children. Yes. Who then become parents With, that are unhealed. <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of the... I guess the whole point of this episode. I don't know. I feel like it was a little bit scattered, but... Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Our episodes are always a little scattered because that's how our brains work. This is true. <laughs> this is true. 
But the key takeaways, I would say, are healing is a tough journey. Please, by all means, do not think that we're being like, oh, it's so easy. Just heal and everything will be great. Like, no, it's still going to be life. (laughs) Right. But when you... But it will be better. It will be better. It will absolutely be better. You'll, You'll be able to protect your energy. You'll be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, shit's hard right now. I'm not really loving the way that I'm showing up. But that's okay. Right? Like, I did the best I could today. And tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to try to do better. I'm glad you said that. Because that was exactly why I was like, on Monday. I was like, yesterday, whatever day. I'm, I was just like, I can't. Because even Sunday, the day before, right? I was working. I was doing my thing in the restaurant. And I pride myself on being... Just Susie Sunshine. Susie Sunshine. Right, right? Like, if I'm... Even I don't bring my shit to work, right? That's not, I don't bring my shit to anywhere. It's right. my shit. Right, exactly. Unless I'm bringing it to like the table to you to talk out or my, th- or, right? Like I'm not putting it on people. No, you're, if you have to have a conversation with somebody because you have the poo going around in your mind and you're unable, it doesn't feel good and you're like, I need to express how I'm feeling. Can right. we talk about this? But I refuse to show up somewhere and exude negativity or. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Right? Yes. And Sunday was hard for me not to. I was so I was already so drained on Sunday. I almost snapped at people. Like, Which isn't you. Not at all. Not at all. Like I, I had to be really quiet and reserved instead of my normal exuberant self because I, I was like I don't I, I don't know what's gonna come out. I'm like I was so irritable. Little things were getting to me. I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> I I was able to maintain my negative energy in here and not push it out onto others. But I don't know if I would have been able to do that the next day if I didn't fill my cup up. Right. So. And so being able to put ego aside and recognize that. Because it's not about, oh, I can't. I don't want to. It's about what you just said. Mm-hmm. How we're showing up in the world. And the things that were making me like, ticking me off right were things that people do all the time and never actually bother me right that's just how they operate it's just different right and in that moment because I was so drained it was like oh my god why can't you just which is a phrase we don't like which is what we were just saying is putting your ego onto somebody else right so so we'll elaborate on this with the blog that comes with the podcast because you know, we'll be able to edit <laughs> as we go. Um, that's really all we wanted to talk about because we've covered a lot of things in this first season. And we'll be covering them again in the next season and in talks and in all the things we do because it's the core of having a good relationship with yourself, which then trickles out to good relationships with everybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy. It's work. It's work. Like, I'm not going to bullshit you. I feel like we've said that word a lot today, but like we're not. Our relationship is fantastic and we can talk to each other about anything and we've worked through it, but it wasn't easy and it still takes work Mm -hmm. every day. It gets easier to do the work because it becomes second nature, just like anything that you practice doing, right? When you first start out, it's hard. It's just like a habit. Or any job or pitching or anything that you pride yourself on being good at. Mm -hmm. You didn't just start out being that way. It takes work. And so we wanted to 
make sure that we put that across. Like we're not saying you should just do this and why can't you? Like, no, everybody has the power to do this, but it's work mm-hmm. and you need to heal your wounds and wounds are painful. And we've, I mean, we've come up with all of these tools while we mapped out our healing journey. And these tools are helpful for us, for us, and hopefully for everybody. But everybody's healing journey is different. Correct. Right? Just. And you have to gravitate towards whatever resonates for you. Mm-hmm. Because the day that you wake up and you walk into the bathroom, and you smile at yourself just because you caught your eyes in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, you, I like who you are. <sighs> is the most freeing day. Well, it was the most freeing day of my life. And that goes beyond not having to worry about Abigail, you know, hurting herself or something happening with mental illness or what's happening. Like all of the accomplishments and things where I felt like, ah, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. None of them were so good. As the day I liked myself when I looked myself in the mirror. And that's what this is about. Because when you like yourself, you show up in the world with such a bright light. It just ripples out. Mm-hmm. And we just need a world of people who love themselves. And that's what we, we are hoping to teach. Well said. And so. Way to top it off. Ego and healing, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. See you next time.